Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, books, you know, the latest trends, and of course, all of Mandy's dumb ideas. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. I got to make this a very quick episode yeah. because I just got offered a brand new job. I have very oh. exciting news. Oh. Um, someone on Instagram reached out and said I would be a good spokesperson per- for their uh, athletic wear. <laughs> so looks like mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Oh, God. Yeah. Look it, out, Kate Hudson. Here I come. That's a well, congratulations on Thank that. You. So like, are we are we talking speed walking? emptying the dish what kind of athletic like when you say <laughs> athletics i'm assuming i didn't see the air quotes so i'm just wondering like no air quotes this was a genuine job offer jazzball change jazzball change that like jazz what do you wear change. for oh, what do you wear for jazzball change is that jazz what it is ball change is it ball change oh all right well oh, <laughs> i hate myself for doing that <laughs> oh, mandy I, you're so I, stupid i just outed you which is actually really appropriate you know, given what we're going to talk talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> we watched a movie that felt like it was made in maybe 2013, but it was actually released in 2018, which was so recent. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I and remember it, that. It's a little ditty called Love, Simon. Oh, God, yeah. And I do love Simon. Written by Elizabeth Berger and Isaac Aptaker. And mm-hmm. directed by, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Greg Berlanti. He's, I know he. This was his only project that he has on IMDb. This is it. <laughs> See, for a second, you got me. You got me. I was like, you don't know Greg Berlanti. Oh, I mean, even I know Greg Berlanti, and everything. I'm not the whore for television that you are. You know. Right. He does everything. He really does. Now, I, yeah. I actually didn't check his IMDb. Has he directed a bunch of stuff since this? Are, are you? Yeah, he's like everything. I know he's on a show creator. The, yeah, on the CW, everything is his. Like every okay. superhero things, and like, he and, directs, and he does direct. Uh, gotcha. So he's a multi-hyphenate, talented guy. And uh, but this was I would his like first feature, wasn't it? Well, sure. Who wouldn't? My God, oh, I'd I like to bring him coffee. Joanne, I can you find out if this was his first feature? I Joanne, don't know. let's get on that. Yeah, here. Um, I, I'm texting her. Okay. Now you hadn't seen Love Simon when it was out. No, did you? Oh yeah. You went to the theater and saw it? No, I think I saw it at home. Okay. But I loved it. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh well, I gotta say, I mean, you you knew I would like it. I hoped. Because oh. if you didn't, then you have no soul. Yeah, kind of like the Beatles, right? Like, if you don't like the Beatles, you're not a human. It, I don't know I mean, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right now. He, this is like his only, this is his only film he directed. This was, or huh. it was his first. It was his first. Yeah. Okay. He's mostly a producer and a writer. Yes. He um, is. Yeah. Oh, I, I am wrong. There was a, there was a rom com he did called The Broken Hearts Club back in 2000. So it was not his first thing, but it's oh, not that was like a his great movie. Yeah. Really? You saw yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! It was god. a very indie, gay. It was great. I loved it. That's probably how he got his start. Oh my 
God, I want to see this stuff. He's masterful. It was so like, I'm assuming he's probably our age because he was so like reminiscent of of John Hughes movies. You know, even the music, the music was so perfectly like big nod to 80s. Like the first thing I said, love the music, love the homage. So 80s. Yeah. Used perfectly. Very electric sounding like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. You know, like, uh, simply red, isn't that the? Oh yeah, don't yeah. You forget about me. It was all yeah. The homage, the the way this felt exactly like a John Hughes movie. Yeah, except less um, offensive and <laughs> less horrible uses of stereotypes and sexist ideas and. I missed that stuff. No. Did you? Oh, did you find it empty because of that? Yeah. There wasn't yeah. one date rape in this whole movie, which I'm not Aww. sure. Is that a plus or a minus? You know? Uh, well, a date rape in a John Hughes? Let's get into it. What are you talking about? Really? You don't know the infamous date rape? I mean, technically, oh my God. Which movie has a date rape in it? Well, Anthony Michael Hall. Um, Right? That girl that, that now, I mean, you know. Which she's movie? A, oh, 16 Candles. The, oh, the, drunk the drunk girl of the jock is like super inebriated. Right, right, right. And like not to be taken advantage of when you're that drunk. But because she's pretty and popular, I guess everybody's like, it's fine. She's probably a whore anyway. And then right. Anthony and Michael Hall totally like they have sex. They and do? the next morning, she's all, well, it's implied. Right. She's a know. whore because she's pretty and popular. Did you not hear what I just said? She's yeah. obviously no, a slut. They're but all I'm taking easy. it so personally because I'm so pretty and popular. Yeah, I know. Well, and also, I'm not, I mean, I never tried to get with it that I didn't get there. You know what I mean? Wow. So revealing it right here it in is front kind of, of weird everyone. that i never made a pass at you yeah i don't there's want you to take time. that personally yeah With, there's christmas <laughs> that's true how'd you like to get your stocking stuffed um <laughs> gross <laughs> um it reminds me of the very first song i ever wrote which is i saw mommy kissing uncle bob <laughs> true true story well sp- speaking of date rapes i'm gonna switch it up and, and upgrade to a gangbang because oh. One of my favorite lines in the movie happens very early on when there are two bullies taunting the out gay kid whose name is Ethan. And he's Mm -hmm. very out and very effeminate and comfortable, seemingly comfortable and confident with it. Mm -hmm. And they're mocking him. And he goes, were you gang banged by a TJ Maxx? And Jared and I (laughs) burst out laughing. Uh, I love that writing. I love how sharp and funny that is. He's hilarious, that kid. He was great. Yeah, he was. Everyone was well. Not everyone. I was not I, such a fan of Alexandra Ship, not Leah, but the other one that everybody's Abby. Everybody's in love with her. Everybody wants her, and I was yeah. a bit like, "But why?" <laughs> I found her a little phony. She's real pretty though, and real. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, she, there was sort of a put on. Well, I mean, that's tough, right? Like that whole thing is like. Hey, even the opening credits where they had that like food fight when he's talking about how I have amazing friends, they sort of like mm-hmm. <laughs> like are throwing food each other, sort of carefree in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. We're just laughing and sharing. That that felt a little contrived, that kind of stuff. And it felt like she was sort of hitting the mark of like, I'm the popular girl who grew up in a bad home. And yeah, I guess. But yeah. in the movie, it kind of didn't, it didn't bother me so much. 
she, she I thought her performance was very inconsistent. But other than yeah. that, I think all of these kids are really good actors. Yeah. Particularly Nick Robinson, the lead. Oh my he's god. So he's such a leading man. He's so charming and <sighs> yeah. you, you just look you just lean into his performance. The premise of Love Simon is that so interesting. Uh he is Simon is gay, but he is not comfortable with that and isn't sure whether or not it's definitive or if he wants to come out or how he's going to come out. Yeah. He's not sure it's going to (laughs) last. Right. And then somebody comes out online on like a high school blog and that gives him the confidence to reach out and secretly communicate with this other kid and they they develop a real bond over but the kid um, that comes out doesn't reveal his true identity he says i have a secret my any signs his letters blue right yeah so the one thing i love about this not blue like full of dick jokes but like blue like the name that's the name we don't know (laughs) you're you're leaping to a conclusion i guess i didn't read all the letters (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the one the thing I love about this movie is that it is at its heart a mystery. Yeah. Who is blue, right? And the way they tell the story, each kid that Simon thinks, oh, maybe it's this cute waiter at the restaurant who seems to be a bit flirty. Mm-hmm. Then he envisions blue, blue as that kid writing back to him and inserts him into the story. And then we realize it's not that kid. And then each kid he envisions mm-hmm. gets to play blue for a part of the movie. Yeah. And I think it's really fun and a great, it's great storytelling. And yeah, it, so it almost is not a rom-com. It's almost a mystery. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> it, it twists up this genre a bit that it's not about will they or won't they. It's like, but who is it? We just got to know. It's totally fun, too, because it it's this sweet, it kind of weaves romance into the, like, the it's a sweet way to do a coming out story, right? Like, that there's this, you're right, the central, the central story is, like, will he or won't he get comfortable with himself and come out and realize all this? But the fact that it's that, you know, is he going to find out who Blue is? Like, is Blue ever going to reveal himself, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I have, to, I mean, it was very... I loved all the different layers of stuff to it. It was just juicy, fun. That's why some of the stuff that felt so, you know, on like the finger coming out of the screen, like on the nose, pushing the buttons of like, now they're being friends. Now they're, you're, you know, they're, you're saying negative things about this movie that I love so much. No, I'm saying it was such a fun story that I didn't mind it. I I didn't mind it them just handing it to me on a juicy platter. It wasn't annoying at all. It was like, yes, you're you're meeting all of my expectations. I'm seeing things I I've seen a thousand times, but like in a really comfort food kind of way. I yes. loved it. Even if you the say dark the word night- juicy one more time, I am gonna throw up into my microphone. I just want that to be on the record. But oh that's juicy. Yeah. Oh, that could get <laughs> yeah, I mean it plays with trope. That we've You're seen hard a million to talk times. to. You know that. I mean, it's hard to I talk know, to. I know because I have so many hangups. I know. I know. <laughs> I do. But um, all the the eighties movie tropes or the you know rom com tropes, it does in a in a cleverer, more yeah. charming way. Yes. So it does. we don't mind. We don't roll our eyes. Yeah. And one of my favorites is Tony Hale. In this movie, he plays oh, a vice I principal love him. who thinks he's cool, oh. desperate to be accepted by the kids, talks about his life on Tinder with Simon, which is so wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and he has this very funny monologue to start. Pete, at 15, 
36. Please play Tony Hale's weirdly inappropriate talk with himself. Simone! Simone! What are you doing? You can't text in the halls. How many times have I told you that? I can't have all my students tendering it up. That's my department. Right. (laughs) It actually is. I got a really hot date on Tinder tonight. She is cute. Ew! Vice principals can't go on dates? That's gross. We're people too, Simon. We like to go out. We like to have a good time. We like to have sex. It's not a big deal, right? Yeah, no, no biggie at all. Actually, yeah. you know, I totally see you as a person. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Could I just get no, my phone? No, unfortunately, I'm going to have to keep it until after play practice. But you will get your precious after play practice, okay? I promise. How's yeah. play practice going? Great, yeah. it's. Um, How's Miss Albright? She's, uh, she's good. She's good? She doesn't like men. I just... He cracks me up. No oh, one's answering him. And he keeps talking as if like some, you know, as if Simon is asking him thoughtful questions. No one's talking to him. And he just keeps talking. <laughs> he, that guy is a movie star, man. He is just e- effortless. Like there's, yeah. I know the guy who discovered Tony Hale. You do? Oh yeah, I sure do. He discovered my me dad. As, he discovered me as well. And, um, you know, we we had different lives, Tony Hale and I. He he had a different career. But his name is Ted Slaberski. Do you remember him from New York? No. Uh, no. Brilliant. He was a voiceover casting director, but also oh, okay. just a brilliant comedy director. Uh-huh. So fun. He directed all of the sketch comedy shows that I did. And uh-huh. like they were they were very big successes. And then he found Tony Hale who came into audition for commercials and then put Tony into a sketch show that I then went and saw. And mm-hmm. the show was like, eh. but like he was incredible. And I mean, just next level. Right. And from then on, it. I just like kept working in all these commercials and then he yep. started working in legit television and nobody could stop dry humping him. He was amazing. He He's, he's a really, his style is unique yeah. and different, but, totally my sensibility my humor when God. he makes a choice i'm on board oh yeah because he doesn't he's so authentic about it there's no yeah. like hey i'm gonna make you laugh now he's just this he goes all into it yeah. it's amazing alvin and the chipmunks the squeakquel what oh that's the a good huh. what? i wonder he's, how tony would feel that that's the that's the one you pull out but yeah the squeakquel is that real yeah oh and he's the bad guy and he's hilarious he gets to oh. like have a bar fight with chipmunks oh my god you know who else played a great uh bad guy in a in a kids movie hugh grant in paddington oh, come 2. on paddington 2 so right? good oh my god Wait, why are we agreeing on things i know well it's the tis the season oh you're not gonna shit on tony hale that's like hating the no. beatles you know what i mean that's like not liking <laughs> beatles music <laughs> one more time one more time <laughs> i just re-listened to the episode so you know um, it's, it's fresh in my memory. <laughs> the pain is fresh. It's a good so, episode. Uh, my question is this. The reason I brought up when this movie is made is because yeah. it was released in 2018. It feels like in 2018, yeah. it would not be a big deal to have a gay kid at school. Right? Uh, even, you know, Casey knows that two of his girlfriends at school say yeah. they like girls. Yeah. And they are in sixth grade. And that's no... And Casey's not like that's weird or what he's like in well, that cool like 85% of your friends are gay yes and you live in Los Angeles right I, I will tell you I was just in Florida and I had a conversation that was very my condolences by the way <laughs> well I had 
a conversation with someone that was very interesting, you know? <clears throat> it was a woman who was very religious, and she was talking about ha- having political differences with her kids. She wasn't super specific, because, you know, we had just met, and I think it's something that's private for her, but she was talking about having, like, and I said, oh, what, you know, what specifically, like, we were talking about kids rebel against their parents. I was like, oh, what, are there any specific conversations you're having with your kids? And she was like, well, just, you know, like about things like, I don't know, like homosexuality, for example. And I'm like, I'm on, I'm here for it. I'm like, yes, go on. And <laughs> she tells me, uh, you know, like, like, you know, we, we told our kids the most important thing for us is that we have a good relationship, right? We are here for you no matter what. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Great. This is a nice conversation. Unless you're gay. And then she, well, it was more of a, it wasn't unless you're gay. It was a, now obviously we're going to express our concerns because that's our job as parents. And I'm like, uh oh, oh. And then she's like, obviously, like, I mean, I tell, you know, I I don't want that for them. As their parent, I feel, you know, it's important for me to try to guide them away from that. I wouldn't want that for them because it's, you know, I want grandkids. I want, you know, I want them to have all these things that I want for them. So, of course, I'm going to encourage them away from that. And I'm listening to this and I'm just like, oh, my God. And I say, you know... You know, I'm like, well, you know, just because they're gay doesn't mean they can't have grandkids. A lot of my friends have kids and I have all of our friends, you know, like you, like, are you my one or two straight friends? Like (laughs) all of my, all of my, right in there. (laughs) It's true. Like all of my friends are gay couples with children and it's not a thing. And so I, you know, I tried to offer that up as some kind of comfort, but I thought it was pretty brave of her being as religious as she was. She talked about being called to do things by God uh-huh. many times. Right. right. And obviously her faith and what she talked about actually was that her parents were so, you know, there would have been no discussion. You would have right. been ousted from the family. So right. she's like the middle ground by saying, no, 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 I only want a good relationship with you. But just I, let me just be honest about how I think that you being gay would be a terrible decision. Right. <laughs> Uh, which does bring up how the parents react in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, the way the parents reacted, I found really interesting. Yeah. Because Simon says... Because right, Josh Dumel is so gorgeous, you're like, why is he married and not right. single? Yeah. No, he, sorry, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. He's he's your number one, and I, I get it. In the In the opening of the movie, he says, my parents would accept... If I came out to them, my parents are liberal, but it's interesting that Jennifer Garner, who I just love, has yeah. um, a very quick reaction. She's a therapist, but doesn't say, do you want to talk about it? I'm here for you. She mm-hmm. just really like has a I still love you moment and then mm-hmm. they move on and Dumel can't quite handle it. And he walks out of the room mm-hmm. and then. It's so lovely when they both come back and yeah, ask them uh, more questions. From my perspective, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong because it's not like it was a mistake or a bad thing, but I think that's just screenwriting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when that moment happened, I thought, oh, that doesn't ring true to me at all based on who they are. It, right. It, they, that was just the screenwriter needing the dark night of the soul when everything right. goes wrong. I also didn't buy that his friends would be weird with him after he gets outed in front of the entire school. But they're not weird with him because of that. They're weird with him because he lied and manipulated people yeah. and people got hurt. 
Yeah. And he was making choices that to them felt very selfish. So yes. they, not for one moment, did any of his friends say, we can't believe you're gay. It was, we no. can't believe you lied and manipulated it, it, it which yes. is powerful. But I think come, I think getting outed like he was in front of the whole school, I didn't believe that his friends, because he said one or two things, because he set her up on a date with someone that he didn't like her, mm-hmm. like tried to set her up on a date, that his best friend would abandon him in that time. No way. Right. But like I said, it wasn't so... They set up enough of a reason that you go, I'll go with this. But like mm-hmm. in real life, no, no way. He, they would have been there for him immediately. Right. Right. <laughs> Unless, um, you know, that's another thing where you go, would they? I don't know. Is it weird for everybody? Is it still weird for most people, just not us? Where did this movie take place? It felt Chicago because of John Hughes, I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it was. I do want to live in their house. Their house was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're beautiful. But what? I just want to point out this line because it was one of the first times Jer cried. Jennifer Garner finally comes back to Simon and says, like, I, if you need me, I'm here. And oh. I always wondered what what you were holding back. And yeah. I love the line. You get to exhale now, Simon. Oh, my God. That speech was perfection. That's yeah. one of the most beautiful speeches I've ever heard in a movie. And it, yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, I want to exhale. I want to be more myself. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, yeah, yeah, that was so well done. That was such a beautiful speech. I agree. That's worth um, the whole movie right there. It was, yeah. And yeah. Garner and, and Dumel are not in a lot of the movie, but yeah. they each have such wonderful moments at the end that you understand why they would pursue this script. It was just oh, well totally. done. Totally. Yeah. Each yeah, of them. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they're great in it. They're the dream. Yeah. They're the dream couple. I also, by the way, I don't just want to live in their house. I want to go to his high school. That's a good looking high school. Yeah. Right. Beautifully painted. And, you know, I'm assuming it's New Trier because of John Hughes, but that that's probably not the case. (laughs) Wow. That's a deep cut. What's New Trier? That's where they did Breakfast Club. Wow. Well, I have friends that went there. I'm connected. Oh my God. Are you and Joanne having drinks without me? How did you even know that? (laughs) No, no, no. This is practical experience. Um, Oh, okay. But, uh, so that was the first time Jer cried. And then I think he cried again when Dumel comes back to Simon and embraces him. And I put my fingers on my keys and he, and he whips his head to me and he goes, don't write this down. As I was writing down like the two times he cried, it was really funny. And I was like, really? I can't say it on the podcast. He's like, no, you could say it on the podcast. He oh. loved this movie too. Oh, had he not seen it before? He had not. Oh my and God. And I've been that's asking fun. him to for since I saw, when I saw it, I just loved it. Oh, it's great. And, it's wonderful. Yeah. I want to, yeah, I want to see it again. I actually, and by the way, I do think it's kid appropriate. I would watch this with my kids. There are a few references, though. I, to what? To sexual things. And there are a few things that I wouldn't want to explain to Casey. But I spent time with your girls this uh, weekend. Yeah. And Abby was saying that she's changed. You know, you know, they're rewriting Hamilton without yeah. the swear words. So Abby's like, we're writing it without all the bad words. So instead of shit, we're going to say this. And instead of fuck, we're going to say this. And she's saying all the bad words, which I think is adorable. She's not even realizing. I'm like, Abby, you're saying them all instead of just saying, so we're using the word, you know, fudge instead. Like she yeah. actually said all the swear words. It was fun. Yeah. 
And I oh, and we have a road show. Did they tell you we're going on we're going on the national tour? The four oh, of us. Thank goodness. That's great. With Hamilton. I can't so, wait. Oh yeah. That's well, that's a great show. That that brings in a nice that's gonna bring in a chunk of change. What are you gonna well, call it? Like Hamel Hamel two Mandelton. Mandelton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love it. Um, oh. Well, maybe I will watch it with Casey in a couple of years. I think Casey would be bored by a bunch of teenagers sitting around talking. That's yeah. my instinct. But I really loved it. And then there's a villain that we haven't talked about, Martin. Oh, AKA, God, like, I love the Martin. Of the, of the story. Yes, and he's great. He's great. He's a very over-the-top actor but it works he's oh. insecure he wants to date abby so he yeah. blackmails simon he finds out who simon is yeah and he blackmails him he's so annoying but in a great way right <laughs> and then he sums up the whole movie simon i mean martin gets to sum up the movie at uh pete if you could play thirty-one twenty. this is where the magic happens wow oh correction <laughs> This is where the magic happens. <laughs> I've been dabbling in close-up illusions. Does Abby like magic? No, Martin, I don't think she does like magic, but mm. um, there's a really thin line between um, laughing with someone and laughing at someone, and you are that line. So if you want Abby to like you, what you have to do is you have to make her see you as more of a... a that sexy Martin. Yeah, yeah, I can be sexy. You like dudes. Tell me. What part of me do you find the hottest? No, I'm not doing this. No, come on. No. Hey, Martin, look, 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 I don't want to answer if, that. If you said my shoulders, I would dress to accentuate. You know? You know what? Here's your first tip. Ripped. Girls, they don't want to read your clothes. I think you're wrong about that one. <laughs> How many of these do you have? Hey, can you please just stop? Hey, st st stop, stop. Look, I, I don't want your help in changing me. I want your help in getting Abby to like me for me. Um, there's a party this Saturday at Bram's. Do you want to go with my friends and I? Yes! Yes! So simple. Must be why they call you Simple Simon. Nobody calls me that, Martin. He says, I don't want you changing me. I want, to, I want you to help me get Abby to like me for me. And I just thought it was interesting that Simon yeah. doesn't say that. Leah doesn't say that. It's this icky, over-the-top, annoying guy who says it. And yeah. they, like, gave him the whole meat heart of the movie. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought I, about that. I'm pretty smart. But I also thought it was a pretty gutsy thing for an insecure high schooler to say. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, I was listening to this Brene Brown book, um, Braving the Wilderness. <laughs> Um, anyway, and no, she talks about how high schoolers, this is interesting to anyone with a heart. So do you want to go take a break or yeah. do you want to get something to drink? Yeah, um, I'll go masturbate. <laughs> that there's a difference between, there's a difference between fitting in and belonging, right? And then mm. fitting in is about you do it so that others will accept you. It's not necessarily what's true to you, but you change for others to like you. And belonging is when people like you for yourself. And these high schoolers had a real sense of what the difference of that was. Yes. And I was yeah. shocked. I mean, it made sense to me, but I was also like, wow. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm still just, I mean, I'm look at me. I'm, I haven't used the word juicy or 
fuck abortion. <laughs> wow. I don't know where Abby gets it. I um, know. I don't use the word juicy like the last 10 minutes and I've wanted to a couple times, you know? Oh, well, thank you for your restraint. Yeah, you're welcome. On behalf of Fandy Nation, well, I, I'm, I do appreciate it. I'm trying to fit in, you know? Right. I'm, and someday and I'll belong. belong. <laughs> Is there anything else you need to say about... What I want to see, like, what is the scene, though, that you got, Jeremy, like, what were you guys cuddled up? Like, where do you watch this? Like, I'm assuming you're in your pajamas at five o'clock. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And no, we are not cuddled up. We have a no touching rule. So we are on opposite sides of the couch because that's (laughs) where our coffee mugs are, like on the, you know, on the two little end tables. Wait, no touching at all? Oh, no touching at all. And because we were you can't restrain yourself? yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> we we recline our couch like oh. Archie Bunker. We, mm-hmm. It has like a button that reclines the couch. So we got our coffee and I've got my computer poised to take these fascinating, insightful notes. And that's how we watch this. I like but that. But at least, at least he'll watch it with me. Oh, I Patrick. know. I yeah. know. Well, he's out of town. Or so you think. I exactly. He's gone yeah. to his second fan. I know what's going on. But right, we right. say he's working. But they on live a out movie. of town. So yeah. it's valid. But yeah. Exactly. He is right. traveling for work because it's hard work having two identities. Um, no, the only last thing I want to say, and it's nothing really special, except that there is a certain I learned this in film school because I'm super knowledgeable. Don't yes. be intimidated about my film school degree. Um, yes. but that whole idea of most the way that they end movies as everybody is applauding the people (laughs) in love like that's a huge thing in Mm rom-coms and i cannot believe that he pulled that off that they're at the top of the ferris wheel and he has his first kiss it's so sweet Mm -hmm. and i and when he's going around around the ferris wheel i was like this is the dumbest like there's nothing believable about this like that he would that he would invite him to the top of the ferris wheel i missed that somehow that Mm -hmm. he that he it was like a like a Top a of fair, a fair to remember kind of, yeah, building. yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. Oh, I can't yep. wait to show my kids Sleepless True. in Seattle because we went to the top of the Empire State Building, and I'm. Like, I want to show Casey it too. I think he'll oh, like it because the okay. kids are so. We need to featured. spend like four days together to and just, together. yeah, 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 Done. yeah. Yep. Okay, I said four days. You, you, you moved in, but you know what? <laughs> I'm That's selling okay. the house. I just put it so, on the market. <laughs> in a weird way, you're more of a lesbian than I am. Oh yeah. No, I don't think so. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all I had to say is I loved it. I loved every flipping second of it. I would recommend it to everyone. And I I would watch. I'm going to watch it again with my kids because I actually talk to my kids about sex. All of it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because it's uh, important for them to know all that stuff. It sure is. Because they're uh, girls. Casey just doesn't want to hear it from me. And, <laughs> it, you know, when Casey asked Jer when he was about six or seven, where do babies come from? Yeah. And Jared was like, okay, I'm up. Oh my God. Oh my God. So he right. explained it yeah. with the real terms. Yeah. This is what happens. Yeah. And he said, do you have any questions? And Casey said, yeah. Who shot Martin Luther King? <laughs> He's a special guy. He's not quite ready. Oh my God. That's so, funny. <laughs> curious about a lot, but doesn't want to delve into anything too deeply. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay. Five yeah. man jobs. Do we agree? Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let's do four and a half on my part, just because 
No, no, no. Come on. It's not perfect. The Dark Knight of the Soul was a bit like, oh my God, what is this dishwasher going to break? I mean, everything went wrong. It was, but I loved it. I loved it. Good. But four and a half just for my dignity. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And I do have a game that you have already hinted at. Oh. After I say all of these. How gay am I? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of Subaru would you drive? Oh, uh, all of them with a tool belt. God damn it. It's ooh. my next life. You know, Patrick has chosen his second family and I'm choosing mine. Yep. Uh, oh. Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. And if your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, which I think is only Apple, please give us a bunch of stars and write a rave review. You can tell we're desperate for it, right? pretty obvious <laughs> i don't know if desperate well, i'm pretty desperate I, but just i just think let's just encourage people to put those pointer fingers to like good good use you know there you go i uh, speaking of your pointer fingers and why not spend more time on your phone guys come and join yeah. us on discord you just go to mancave.com slash discord and there's a community channel that anybody can join in and then our very special you know our man cave members our fandies uh they get to join actually a super secret members only channel it's like a berlin sex club except there's a lot less sex and we all speak english <laughs> and how do you become a member well, I'm about to tell you. Give it. We, uh, you go to mancave.com slash Fandy to support our show and get lots of cool stuff like bonus content. Yep, which we're going to have access, a bonus episode coming up soon. Right. Oh, spoiler alert. <sighs> access to the members-only Discord Mandy just told you about. You get a special member, uh, special, <laughs> I just want to say member. You get A special message members. from the Mandy's on your birthday. Mm-hmm. And we we are doing a bonus episode mm-hmm. only for our fandies. So if you join now, you will get that bonus episode. And that is going to involve our precious children yep. sharing their, in Casey's case, very critical thoughts about the Annie Live production, which you can watch on Hulu, and then join us for that private exclusive episode. Yeah, I wonder if our kids will disagree. I don't think so. No, they're too nice. I know. Uh, um, Yes. And also, last thing, we've got some really, really awesome merch. And tis the season. You want to give somebody the real Mandy's of San Fernando Valley t-shirt. It's just too good to be true. They're soft. They're yummy. I know you probably hate that word, but I said it. And uh, they're hot off the presses. So you just go to mancave.com slash merch and, uh, you know, get a phone case for your loved one. Get some stuff. Those get those stockings stuffed. And I'm assuming if you have stockings. And if you don't, you know, just uh, buy one for your boss. Or if you're Jewish, <laughs> hello, just enjoy them for well, yourself you and for speak. your loved ones. Lots of cool oh. stuff. And they always run promotions on Public. They're really good about giving you cool discounts. And yeah, so. Yeah, it's uh, great. Do all of that. Enjoy it. Please. And thank you. <laughs> it is time for our game. What is the first thing you said about Love, Simon? Do you remember? It's like a John Hughes movie. You, my friend, are about to enter into a John Hughes trivia <sighs> oh, quiz. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay. Do you feel, I feel you're going to be okay. I will probably be okay. Okay, let's start off nice and easy. Okay. Because I, mean, I do love you, you. Now, if you want me to recite word for word The Breakfast Club, I can. 
So can I. I just don't know if I know all. Oh, well, that would be an interesting competition to see who could do the Judd Nelson cigarette in the arm monologue correctly word for word. Okay, I'm probably out of practice. I'm going to level with you. That's right. I do it with my kids. Fast. (laughs) Stupid, worthless, no good, goddamn freeloading son of a bitch. Abby doesn't like that part. She makes me say son of a gun. But anyway, go ahead. She's like, listen, you... I I almost just said the C word, but I felt like that was even too far for us because some people hate it. I happen to love it. Okay. Uh, I was going to, my first question was going to be a real softball to give you some confidence, but we already talked about it. So I'm going to Watts loves Keith. Keith, Keith loves Amanda and Amanda loves being popular. Which movie is that? Uh, I have no idea. (gasps) This is a softball. People are groaning at you as they're driving in their cars and uh, and exercising. That's a line from a movie? No, that's the plot of the movie. Watts loves Keith. Keith loves who? Amanda. Uh Amanda loves being popular. Uh, Wait, is it like some kind of wonderful? Yes. Okay. I did never see it, but... Oh my gosh. I know. Write it down. Have to be You're a, a horrible person. I guess. Okay. Is that the one with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee? No. Diane no. Lane? No. Who <laughs> Who is in it? Leah Thompson, yeah. Eric Stoltz, and Mary oh. Stuart Masterson. Oh, there you go. Yeah, those three. Wonderful. Mary Stuart Okay, Masterson. which female member of the Brat Pack starred in the most John Hughes films? Oh. Molly Ringwald, for sure. Yes. Yeah. But I... But I'm she little... wasn't in St. Elmo's Fire, was she? She was not. She was not. Huh. Interesting. Which actor okay. played Wyatt's obnoxious older brother in Weird Science? Ah, oh, yes. Oh, Chet. Uh, Chet was his name, and it was Bill Paxton. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, God, I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. If you don't know this, I do lose a little respect. Okay. In Ferris Bueller's Day Off, how many times was Ferris absent to make the principal call his mother? Oh, shit. What? I have to know that number? Mm-hmm. Well, I know that, uh, I know that, uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> the guy who's on Succession, who plays the oldest brother on Succession, was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off with, uh, Matthew Broderick and, and is a wonderful actor. God damn You're it. You're just I don't stalling. Know. I don't Nine know. Nine times. Oh. Nine times. Okay. Okay. Is Fair enough, sir. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Uh, does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe is said by which character in The Breakfast Club? <laughs> does Barry Manilow... Well, oh. Uh, character. Yep. 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 Uh, which, I mean, is it Judd Nelson? Character. Okay. I don't know the name of their characters. I'm supposed to know the name of their... How am I supposed to know the name of their characters? I just know because all the dialogue. Because it's a John Hughes quiz, lady. I, I, I don't, it's the popular girl, the the smart, the geek, the jock. Like that's, I don't remember their characters. I don't know. Everybody's screaming into their phones. John Bender. Who, which one was that? John Nelson. Oh, well, I was right. You have to give me at least a half nope. point for that. Oh, come on. John Bender. I never could have pulled that out of my ass. Though Hughes made a name for himself for his screenwriting. He yeah. would become even better known for his directing, which was his first film that he directed. Oh, God. I have no idea. Pretty, uh, no, 16 Candles? Yes. Mm. See? Cool, cool, cool. Not okay. so bad. I got a few more for you. I hope yep. everybody's enjoying playing at home. Um, <laughs> I consider this tough. 
Which actor or actress has worked with John Hughes more than any other? John Bender. <laughs> no. Uh, more than any other? God, I mean, it really feels like Molly Ringwald. It does. It feels like Molly Ringwald. That is not correct. Okay. It is John Candy. Oh, wow. Okay. So here we are. You have one, two, three, four correct and one, two, three, four wrong. I'm going to ask you one more. Okay. To decide whether you're a winner or a loser. I think that's been decided, kiddo. I think you're going to get this. Okay. In the breakfast club. Yeah. Why was Allison attending Saturday school? What's the line? Oh, I just... Uh, she comes voluntarily. She doesn't... Because there's no reason. I don't remember. I was bored. Because I, I had nothing, nothing better, better to, to do. do. That's right. Nothing better to and do. And then she like looks... Yeah. You failed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You failed. That's consistent. That's on brand. So... Want to tell the people what special holiday show we're doing? Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, we're going to just talk about, we're going to do a fun little holiday episode where we share some fantastic little tips, things we like, you know, shoot the, shoot the missile to, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't know. I didn't want to. <laughs> wow. We're, it's going to be way better than that last sentence. I'll tell you that. And then I hope also, so. and I'm going to just look at you like I you're blowing know. it. You're blowing it. Blah blah blah. Um, and then I'm still upset about the test. And Wait, then, but, that's, uh, but that's holiday favorites next week. So, oh yeah, w- right. We'll be doing like our favorite Christmas yeah. songs and our favorite holiday dishes that we make and eat, and favorite movies. All our holiday traditions. Yes, all of mine are so charming and adorable, and all of Mandy's are so stupid and lame. <laughs> So because there's that I'm, to look forward to because I have a cold, dark heart. And I'm like, why do anything twice? What is the point of traditions? But no, wow. it'll be fun. No, there are some. It will be fun. Yeah. And then um, and then after that, I have chosen something that I think you're going to love because I am not a monster this time of year. Uh, we are going to go see <gasps> with our children together. Oh. Oh. West Side Story. Oh. Yeah, girl. Oh, boy, boy. Oh. Crazy boy. I yes. cannot wait. I've been chomping yep. at the bit to see yep. this movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, over Christmas break. Yes. Yep. Oh. And apparently can we, we go to, to a theater a... where they um where the, where the seats go back? Sure. And where we can eat and stuff? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, let's Mandy, start saving up because that's like a $400 excursion. But, yes. Yeah. What a holiday gift. <laughs> Worth Thank it. Thank you. I, keep, I hear wonderful things. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. So till next time. So that and that one will be we'll probably release that after the new year, I would think, depending on the timing. Look, our our fandies are going to be so hungover and out of it, right? Oh, like that's just, true. you know. That's you'll true. just be passed out and some point during your blackout it'll float in. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. We'll haunt your blackout. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. All right, we'll see you then. Okay, love you. Thank you. Love you.